Napkin Podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 32, and today we are going to talk about two topics that are related to one another. Uh, if you're a head coach, it is about the hiring of assistant coaches. If you're an assistant coach, it's about the roles of an assistant coach and how you can help uh, make the job of your head coach easier and better. So the first half of this here, we're going to talk about the hiring of assistant coaches. The number one thing that you should be looking for in an assistant coach is loyalty. You need to have somebody that you know is going to have your back at all times, especially when you're not around. You also need to have an assistant coach that is going to be a truth teller. Uh, as the phrase goes, a good friend tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And I know over the years, uh, my assistant coaches, Mark Palachek, Jeff Ritz, Jerry Gradeville, Sarah Goodwin, Adam Ronfelt, among others, those folks were great about telling me what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear. And I was always appreciative of that. And sometimes you got to have to face hard truths as a head coach, that you're going to screw up, that you're going to make mistakes, and that you need to own those mistakes, even when you don't realize that you made mistakes along the way. Um, as you uh, look at your, your staff and as you're putting together your staff and as their boss, you need to think about certain things. Number one, you need to, to respect the personal life of your staff, that they're, they're going to need time away just like you need time away. Uh, it is good to give them responsibilities and to have give them time with their uh, with the players when you're not around and have them build those relationships because oftentimes uh, you are going to be uh, in two different camps in the minds of the players. And and the, the assistant coach often helps heal uh, some wounds, some hurt feelings, some frustrations of your players, but you've got to give them the opportunity to build those relationships with the players so that they can, uh, as you evaluate and you take a uh, a look at your team and you take a look at your individual players from the top down that your uh, assistant coaches can help you implement those things but doing it in a different way a way in a language that that maybe you uh, cannot do because you have to handle uh, such a broad spectrum of things and, and sometimes you have to as the head coach you have to be the bearer of bad news whether it comes to playing time or roles or things like that. It's important that you you thank your assistant coaches from time to time, whether that's uh, a meal uh, or uh, just a simple thank you note or a, a text message or or props uh, after a game. Hey, you know we wouldn't have won this game if we wouldn't have gone to zone, and we went to zone because Coach Smith said we needed to go to zone. And and so hey, let's give a big round of applause to Coach Smith here for for coming up with that on the bench, that type of thing. Uh, they need to feel love just like you need to feel love. And, and that needs to come straight from you. Uh, your coaching staff, I think some of the things that you need to understand within your coaching staff. Number one, all of your coaches are not going to do everything well. You not only need to develop your players, but you need to develop your coaches. You may have a coach that is very good at defense, but really is lacking in offense. Now, you want to emphasize that defense. You want to uh, build up their confidence in their defense, and you want to play to that strength. However, you also want to put that coach in situations where they can grow on the offensive side of things and put them in situations where they develop that. You need to have work ethic that is balanced, uh, that has some balance and some perspective with things, uh, that you have your, your coaches that are willing to put in the work, but hey, 
this is not the end-all be-all. We need to step away from this from time to time. And again, coming back to that loyalty, uh, not I, guys. It needs to be we. It needs to be us. So uh, as you're putting together your staff, you need to you need to work hard while working together. You need to have coaches that have the ability to teach, the to ability to communicate, uh, to put together uh, information and thoughts and ideas and communicate that with your players or with your coaches so that everybody understands that. It is also important to have assistant coaches that have a desire to improve, that they have a responsibility to the program or to themselves, I'm sorry, to be a lifelong learner and that they want to they want to get better. Uh, if you have that defensive-centric coach and they say, well, I just want to focus on shell drill and I want to focus on whatever on the defensive side of the ball. Hey, you know what? I know you want to be a head coach someday. You've got to develop your offensive side of things. You've got to examine the game. I know this is where your strength is at, but you've got to have some balance with that as well. You go back to a Greg Popovich. And again, I'm going to use a couple big names here, but you go back to a Greg Popovich and you say, uh, you know, he started out as a scout and then moved up to an assistant GM and he was an assistant coach. He hit all these marks. He was a head coach at a small college in California for a while. He went with Larry Brown at, at Kansas. You know, he hit all these different steps along the way and gave him a wide view. Uh, in football, Bill Belichick, you know, he's known as a defensive guy, but he was a special teams guy. His father was a special teams guy. He watched a lot of film. He, he filled a lot of roles be before he became Bill Belichick. Uh, head coaches, if you want to help develop your assistant coaches and, and to develop the overall game, the quickest way to do that is have them watch film. Force your assistant coaches to watch film. I know I gained my, great, my greatest growth as a coach when it came to development of my overall view of the game came when I just started out, and Mike Power had me do all the scouting. He gave me that responsibility. So I had to watch offense. I had to watch defense. I had to learn, evaluate between what was good defense and bad defense, good offense and bad offense, hard things that are guard, uh, all of those different type of ideas. And I had a tremendous amount of growth for those four seasons with Mike uh, doing those things and, and, and having that growth in, and that growth mindset and having to examine the game in that manner. Um, you also need to emphasize to your assistant coaches that they need to have uh, that they need to know that they are responsible for their for their actions and they are a representation of your program. Uh, you are representing me when you're out in public. You are representing uh, our school when you're out in public or when you're talking with a parent or when you're talking with a booster. And that needs to be uh, uh, that needs to be emphasized from day one that you really don't get a day off from representing the program. And all it takes is one bad incident, one bad situation for your program to look bad. And that needs to be emphasized to your staff from day one. Assistant coaches, what do you need to do? Your number one job, if the number one thing that a head coach is looking for, an assistant coach, is loyalty, the number one job of an assistant coach is to make the job of the head coach easier. That's your number one thing. You need to take care of the details that they either don't want to take care of or they can't take care of uh, because they're too busy, because they've, got other, because they've got other responsibilities, whatever it may be. Nothing is beneath you, and you need to take care of those things and, and help your head coach and make their job easier. You may think that the job of a head coach is very similar to an assistant coach, 
it cannot be any further apart from one another. And the responsibilities of a head coach are drastically different in the big picture than they are of an assistant coach. And so that needs to be your number one priority. Uh, on Mike Neighbors, on the interview I did with Mike Neighbors, we talked about Leo McGarry from the West Wing. And his job as the chief of staff for President Bartlett was to make his job easier. And that's what a great assistant coach does. Again, we talked about loyalty. Assistant coaches, the, the, the vast amount of time you need to be positive at all times. You need to be the energy person because there's times where the, the head coach just needs to come in there. And I don't think as a head coach, and I've said this before, you, you can't do this all the time. Otherwise, it starts going in in one ear and out the other. But every once in a while, the head coach needs to come in there and, and, and kick some butts. And so you need to be positive in those situations. If you disagree with the head coach, don't do it in front of the team. Don't do it in front of the players. You do it in private. And you need to understand as an assistant coach that there's going to be times where you can disagree vehemently. And in the big picture, you may be right. But if the head coach disagrees with you and they decide this is what they decide to do, then you get behind that 100%. Your job as an assistant coach is to not complain about the problems, but to help find the solutions. And again, I'll go back to my staff. My staff did a tremendous job of this. Uh, they would come to me with problems, which was fine. But they always came to me with solutions, and I always appreciated that, that, that anybody can complain about the problems. We need to come up with solutions. You need to make sure that your head coach is never blindsided. Uh, as, a, as a head coach, you need to make sure that your activities director, your athletic director is never blindsided. As an assistant coach, you need to make sure that your head coach is never blindsided with any issues or any problems. Keep your head coach in the loop. You do your best to know what uh, the head coach needs at that time. Uh, sometimes a head coach needs a pat on the back as well. Hey, you're doing a good job. You did the right thing today. Uh, that was the right decision. And, and be sure to have that in mind. When you're on the bench, when you're in practice, you need to be 10% emotional. You need to be 90% analytical. Um, and I know that as an assistant coach, I was probably much more analytical than I was emotional. Uh, but it's not your job to talk to the officials. It's not your job to uh, get emotionally wrapped up into the situation, you need to look at it from an analytical point of view. And then, like I said, assistant coaches have a growth mindset. If you want to be a head coach someday, you've got to be willing to grow. You've got to look at your job and what can I do today that is going to set me up to be a head coach a year from now or two years from now. And, and take a look at everything that you do and how can you fit it into uh, that uh, definition or or those those things to to implement that to benefit your career if that's what you're looking to do which is to be a head coach at some point i'm going to borrow this to, to wrap up i'm going to borrow this from don meyer um he talks about a great staff and, and your staff is divided into to three uh biblical roles you have paul uh who is older more experienced than you you can bounce ideas off of each other uh i had two great guys that i was able to do that well three really uh, Jerry Gradeville, Jeff Ritz, and Mark Palachek, uh, who were just terrific, terrific guys that I could bounce ideas off of. And, had been, and with Jeff, he had been there and done that as a head coach, and I was always grateful for that. Uh, you need a Barnabas, uh, somebody that was about your age. They're your moral compass. Uh, they won't let you destroy your program or yourself with bad decisions. And in many ways, uh, my longtime uh, JV coach, Mark Palachek, he kind of fit a dual role there. Uh, Mark and I are approximately the same age. And, and he was terrific in that regard. 
Um, and then a Timothy, uh, a younger person, uh, a lot of potential, uh, needs work, needs time to develop, whether it's with the, the skills of the game, teaching the game, personalities, all of those type of things. I had a couple of assistant coaches in that regard, Adam Ronfeld and, and Sarah Goodwin, who were younger than everybody else uh, with us, uh, who were hard workers, who were always looking to develop themselves, who were willing to, to hear constructive criticism. And, and I was really blessed to have those people on my staff throughout the years. And so in part, uh, you know, I'd like to wrap with, with thanking all of those folks for all that they did for me all of those years. And, and I hope that I can build those same relationships with my new staff in my new position. So uh, the roles of assistant coaches, the hiring of assistant coaches, uh, the responsibilities of the head coach to the assistant coach, the responsibilities of assistant coaches to their head coaches. Foundation Friday number 32 today. Uh, if you're listening, you're on iTunes, you're on SoundCloud, again, like, rate, review, forward this out to uh, other like-minded coaches in your world. Uh, if you have any questions on any of this stuff, obviously feel free to reach out to me uh, on email, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Like, uh, you know, questions, comments, suggestions, ideas. Uh, if you're on Twitter, uh, follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. We try to put out daily coaching tidbits on the Twitter account, a pen and a napkin. This has been Foundation Friday number 32. I hope if you're an assistant coach, you're able to get good things out of this. I hope if you're a head coach, you're able to get good things out of this. Coaches, as always, stay safe. Let's pray for peace. And as always, be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.